This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. You know, Germans, my husband's German, born and raised, yeah. uh, he absolutely goes crazy for Christmas. Yeah, so, they kind of made Christmas what it is. Yeah, guys. right. Yeah. It was the Germans, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, so we got the Christmas tree going, and he wants me to buy more, uh, what do you call it, de- decorations, but like, I, I don't even know what to get. Oh my God, I'm going to start just shopping for you. I'm just going to start looking <laughs> for decorations that I think would look amazing at your house and just send them to you and be like, here, that's, get these. That's going to be so fun. Yeah, link me. We'll do it right after the holidays when everything's on sale. Just link me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker, do you like yeah. to decorate for the holidays? No. Not really? You don't like any of it? Oh, I don't mind it being decorated. I don't like doing it. like it's nice yeah i like it but i have to you know i have to get the tree out cut my hands up fluffing it up yeah oh right and then at the end of the season i have to take it down and cut my arms up yeah but we always had in the box we always had a real christmas tree when i was little and for some Uh reason my mom always wanted a cedar christmas tree and i was allergic to cedar and so i would get like like my arms would be broken out in hives and just all scratched up from decorating the christmas tree every year wow so painful it's not my fault no but i still like doing it (laughs) i'm saying get with the spirit i'm I'm saying that's because you're not the one getting cut up now Oh, that's that's true. That's true. It's a I, brutal holiday. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Well, your okay, tree looks well, fantastic, guys. I'm so excited. Oh, and, uh, it's not even going to be Christmas time when this is out, is it? I don't know. Maybe. Well, Merry Christmas. We're listening to a holiday <laughs> episode in the middle yeah. of July. What are you going to do? <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Maybe someone's discovering this in the in the distant future. Yeah. And they're like, well, Maybe it's Hanukkah. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. It might be Hanukkah when they discover yeah. it. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Hanukkah. It could be any time of year. You know what? Happy any time of so year. Hanukkah already happening? Yeah, it already happened. Oh, yeah. So, nope. Oh, wait. Um, I guess in the future, yeah. Could yeah, it could time. be in the right, time. Right, in right. the future. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Okay. All right, guys. Listen, here's the reason we're here. We're here to talk about season two, episode seven, Roper's Car. Roper's Car. Roper's Car. I'm going to ask it right at the top of the episode. uh, Is this a man about the house? I don't know, but I'm going to find out right now. Um, You guys just keep talking. Here's let's let's quickly see what uh, the uh, prediction was. Last week for Roper's Oh boy! Car. Okay, let's okay. maybe start there. <laughs> um, it was that 
Uh, Roper's car finally breaks down, and he's too cheap to buy another car, and he threatens to raise the rent on the kids. That's what I said. Yeah, huh. that's pretty good. Yeah, oh, that was that was th- that was not quite it, but I, I, mine was no. really plausible. I thought this was a good guess this week. <laughs> that was a good guess. That was. Yeah, good. that's that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. I can't. <laughs> I can't find anything about this being a man about the house episode. I mean, oh, all right, great. So, so there's well, that. Well, it did have the. I have to say, it, it had a little stink on it of being a little less developed. I feel like yes. with some of the Man About the House episodes, like you can tell that for having seen it done once, they could improve on that. But this one seemed really yeah, yes. raw. Yeah, it was. I even, unpolished. Like, right when we were done watching it, I was like, well, huh. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly my reaction. Yeah. I was like, okay, uh, um, huh, right. I'm going to... Well, Rover's car, huh? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, what's going on? Okay. So we start in Roper's apartment and there is a long conversation that's not on Pluto TV that begins this with Helen going through the contents of the glove box uh, in a box. She has it all, and it's all this gross stuff. And then she finds two movie tickets to a drive-in. It is long. It goes like, on it for goes a on while. It goes on of her like, going through all the contents of this emptied glove yeah. box. Yeah, that was a little... And then eventually, it gets to the part where Pluto TV starts, yeah. where he's like, Oh, Helen, I'm going to miss this car. Yeah, <laughs> finally we know why we're talking about this stuff. <laughs> but it went on for, like, I mean, it was a good couple minutes. Yeah. It felt like like two minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was probably about time. two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, they talk about this car and how they drove it on their honeymoon, and how yeah, they were really waxing nostalgic oh. about the car. Yeah, which gives us some math here. If they drove it on their honeymoon. Oh yeah, how long have they been married? There was the anniversary. Well, the car we find out is in 1958. It's a 58, and it's 1978. Yeah, it's almost 1978. It is November 1977. That tracks. That tracks. So, oh, it's 77. So it's 19 years. Yeah, so it could be up to 19 years that they've been married. Do we know? Did did they say? Yeah, but no, because they did say about overheating. Remember, like I think the car was a little older by the oh, time they got married. But, you're right. But there was it was their anniversary on one of these episodes. We got to go back and find. But did they say where, what anniversary it was? Yeah, I'm they sure said they it was like their twenty something anniversary. Well, then that's impossible. They couldn't have driven this car on their honeymoon. Wait, what episode was it that they were talking about their anniversary in? I'm trying to. Oh go back my god! Oh, this is terrible. I feel we'll like never, it's okay. We can we can fix this in yes. post. Sure. <laughs> Somebody remind me. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll try not, to find that. Okay, yeah, t- while Tucker's, um, Tucker's looking for that, um, we can talk about the fact that this is once again directed by Bill Hoban, as always. Yes, ah, yes. Bill Hoban. And we haven't been talking about the writers. And this been. one, there's like three writers, and this one's Alan okay. Levitt. Oh, okay, interesting. But we haven't mentioned we haven't mentioned those, so I thought I should maybe toss that out. 
Well, you know, the way that TV writing works is that everybody's in that writer's room and they all pitch ideas for what's going to happen in the episode. And then one person is responsible for actually realizing it on the page. So while it might be (laughs) something that we want to blame him for. (laughs) (laughs) It's not all Mr. Levitt's problem. (laughs) That's not totally fair. But (laughs) this this episode was a little light in the plot department. Um, Right. But we did have a guest star. Oh, yeah, we had a Paddykins. We had a Paddykins oh. in the form of uh, Mr. Mr. Wagstaff, played by Tom Lacey. Tom Lacey? Is who, he someone we should know? Not really. I mean, he had a semi-respectable career as an actor. He was in the Royal Tannenbaums, and that was in oh. 2001. But he's also in Doc Hollywood, and he played a character named Cotton in 1991. Oh. Interesting. Uh, looks like he was um, and he an arraignment judge uh, on Law and Order from Who 1993 all the way to 2005. Now, that is a good Whoa. long job. Yeah. He had that long of a run on Law and Order? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That is an accomplishment. Okay. Yeah, good so job, Tom Lacey. He, he unfortunately passed away just uh, last year in 2020 in New York City. <laughs> I'm wow. laughing at that. I didn't mean to laugh at it. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed because it just so totally sounded like Mario just happened just to know that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I just me. laughed I at to, a man's death. I love to research my pattykins. I really do. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm always Damn I'm it. always looking for like if they appeared on the Mary Tyler Moore show. <laughs> Ooh. Can we have just before we proceed into the episode, can we have just a quick fashion corner to talk about how Mrs. Roper was doing one of my favorite fashion things right now is that she was combining a like cherry red with a deeper like burgundy red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really like that. That look lately. And she was doing that. And I really yeah, I picked up on it at Mm. once. I loved it. Mm. Just one yeah, I wasn't. I have to say, if we're going to do fashion corner, I wasn't that excited by Janet's clothes in this no, episode. She's, she's I, wearing those overalls again. It's those. It's those. What? First of all, that color gets so lost against like anything in the apartment. Yeah, like she just seems to kind of color. Yeah, she yeah. totally blends in. She doesn't pop out of the background. No. Uh, also, I'm still not crazy about that hair on her. No. <laughs> But I do it like Chrissy's right now. Out. Chrissy's is super cute right now. Yeah, agree. Agree. But this is a good is run of Cindy awful. hair. Yeah. It's Bad good. run of Cindy, Janet hair. Yeah, totally agree. It's good. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting messages from her daughter. <laughs> Francie's oh. texting. Isn't that great? From bed? From bed. What is she what is she texting? She's I'm hungry. Can I please have food with a bunch of like Pancake and waffle emojis. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly right. Did you miss dinner? No. no. It's she just growing, growing kids, man. She's just growing. She's just growing. It's like, that sounds better than. That sounds better than going to sleep. Down yeah. Going to bed. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Okay. It was okay. no children, no dogs. Episode four was their twentieth anniversary. Oh, so it tracks. It tracks. 77? 
77. Yeah, so that's when he bought the car. Yeah, it was already overheating. Already overheating then? <laughs> wow. Jeez. That's a crappy car. Well, if you consider, too, that this car is only 20 years old, why is it rusted out? I mean, he's living in Los Angeles. It's not like this, the, the, the salt from the, you know, the snow is eating away at his car. No, true. Is, is it close enough to the, the ocean sea air. that the sea air would do anything to it? Did, did it really, like, eat into the car paint like that? Yeah, I mean, if you well, yeah. if you were right on the coast, I, it would. Yeah. Well, and they're right on the beach, evidently. So yeah, well. so it might. Okay. Okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. Fine. 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 <laughs> we'll allow it. We'll allow it. So okay. So so they're going through the junk from the stupid car, and Jack yeah. comes over. Yeah. Jack pops in to deliver some fresh oregano, a little fresh oregano plant that he's bought for Mrs. Roper to make. What is she making? What is she making? Um, oh, I don't even know. But I remember that the, the directions for how veal. to use the oregano. Oh, yeah. A, 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 a breaded veal. Yeah, like a veal uh, cutlet like, kind of situation. Like a, like a, a yeah, parmesan. That's, uh, was it that? Maybe it was veal parmesan. Okay, maybe. maybe. It was some maybe. kind of veal cutlet that he, that she was just dusting. A breaded veal cutlet, yes. And ever Which reminds so me. slightly double sifted flour or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That was the weirdest. Uh, in Germany, they have a breaded pork, um, mm. like a flattened pork. What do they call it? Oh, man. Why are we losing our words and our... Schnitzel. Oh, second. Schnitzel. Yes. yes. It wasn't a schnitzel she was making, but uh, I have had so many schnitzels in my day now after having <laughs> lived in Germany for nine years. Uh, and, oh, my God. Gosh I darn it, if they're not good. Oh, they're so good, man. I mean, I, oh, uh, listen. Listen, listeners. I'm I'm a gluten-free person, and the schnitzel yes, sounds right. so good right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anyway, well, All right, he, so throws out, she's he throws out the, the recipe for the schnitzel, and then he, he leaves – and we stay, and we well, stay he, with the Ropers. Well, he first first Roper tells him that he. Well, first Roper makes a, a, a joke about them having. He loves that listening to girl talk, right? And then, oh, uh, right, right. And uh, then he tells him that he that Jack sure is too bad. Jack didn't jump on that car when he had the chance because he just arranged to have it sold. And he tells him that he's selling it for $200 after he tried to sell it to Jack for $700. For $700. And so Jack's like, he gets a look on his face like, ah, we got to get this car and and take that. (laughs) Right, right. And then, and then Stanley makes some more uh, comments about Jack and, and Helen says, you shouldn't talk about it that way. She said, "If, if uh, that was really thoughtful of him. And if we had yeah. a son, I, I would like him to be like Jack. Exactly like Jack, exactly she said. Like Jack. Which I thought was so, so sweet. I loved, I I loved that one. I did too. I loved it. And then Stanley ruins it. Ugh. But at first he says, I guess you're right. He does? Well, well oh, that's on the when you shouldn't say those things about Jack. He oh, says, I okay. Guess I guess you're And then right. she says that, and he says, he says he'd have to introduce him as my son, the daughter. Yeah, exactly. Rude. Which is so dumb. So yeah. rude. So dumb. I hate so it. So dumb. Yeah. So then we're in the the kid's apartment, 
And mm-hmm. it opens with a bit I don't remember on Pluto TV because uh, I think on Pluto TV we go straight to the kitchen and Chrissy's standing there yes. in a bath towel. Yes. And we're like, why right. is she in a bath towel? So yes. on, on the full version, Jack comes in the front door and he okay. starts saying, all right, troops, come on out. He bangs on the door. He bangs on doors and he goes into the kitchen with the groceries and they she comes out of the bathroom Janet, Janet comes, comes out of the, the bedroom. bedroom. Oh, and they okay. Join him and, okay. And they're all like, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. And he's like, okay. He breaks it's not it down. a big thing to cut out, but, you know, it, it's yeah, these it's, moments on Pluto TV where you're just like, this seems so weird. Why is Chrissy in the towel? What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Yeah. Man, they sure like to have the kids in, like, various states of undress in that kitchen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always in the kitchen because it makes it more innocent for some reason if it's in the kitchen, I think. Oh, man. Yes. I think but they, yes, they, I yeah. think that is the rationale here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Three's company logic. Is there anything more? No. Befuddled? no, no. <laughs> so this is where Jack explains that, yeah, they don't have – he doesn't have $200. No. And they don't have $200. But if they pool it and he's using his eggs – they have a ton of eggs. They they have purchased 18 eggs at the store, and they already had what looked like about a dozen eggs in the fridge. It's like how I... <laughs> That's right. Yes, they have, they have a lot of eggs. I mean, I make a lot of well, eggs, so I get it. fancy French cooking does involve a lot of eggs. That's true. That's so. true. That's true. And, and, that's, that's, and that's all Jack cooks, evidently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. And they, they're on a little, uh, you know, budget. Eggs are budget-friendly. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so he convinces the girls, eventually, yeah. he convinces the girls that this is a good idea, that they should buy Roper's car since he's only selling it for $200. Right. 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 And then they talk about all the ways they can use the car. And, oh, I can take it here and I can take it there. And and this is where Chrissy says uh, about her meet body beautiful class. Yeah, what was that? Right. Something? Body Beautiful class somewhere? <laughs> and Jack's like, I'll go, I'll do that. And she said, it's for girls only. It's for girls only. Yeah. Um, anyway, Meet Body Beautiful class. Wait, what is I that? I don't know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that is I, what she said, We couldn't right? tell if that's what she said. I thought that's what I, she It was said. either Me Body Beautiful or My mm-hmm. Body Beautiful or Meet Body Beautiful. It sounded like Meet Body Beautiful. Something body beautiful class. Yeah. And then it ends with the old uh, eggs. Oh, and then, yeah, right. So she finally convinces the girls that this is a great idea. And they're like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And he goes back to his egg example that he was using before. Right. And then, but this time when he's doing the egg example and he juggles, he drops one egg. Then he goes to like snap his fingers and snaps the other egg. <laughs> And then breaks a third egg on his forehead. Just ridiculous. But uh, really well done, although it didn't quite get the audience reaction that other Jack Tripper moments have gotten. No, it was too calculated. It was too choreographed. It did feel too choreographed. Yeah. Not to jump ahead, but just uh-huh. like the last little business. Yes, yep. exactly. Of the, of the outro scene. And oh I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yep. these don't always work. It's kind of nice to see when a bit looks that Crashes way. Like, yeah, it's kind yeah. of nice to see it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So he's got egg all over his so, face. Ha 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 yeah. ha. Oh, uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. We're back uh-huh. in. 
in Roper's apartment, and mm-hmm. Stanley's typing up a bill of sale. Right, because you just type up a bill of sale on your typewriter, mm-hmm. and your sale is official. And then uh, doesn't he have his receipt pad in his pocket? Yeah, what about <laughs> that? <Where's> that? <laughs> um, yeah, but and the U's missing. They make a big to do about that, and then, uh, and then it pulls back. We finally see that he's selling it to the kids. Uh-huh. But right. also, Helen's like, "You gave Wagstaff your word," and he's like, yeah. "You're right. I did give him my word." Wagstaff, the used car dealer, a perfect time to bring in Larry, Larry. the used car salesman. Where is Larry? Uh, where is Larry? Where's Larry? Where's Larry? <laughs> oh my god. Where's Larry? All over the place. I mean, they could have just brought him back in as the car salesman. It would have been brilliant. But yeah. no. It would have been. And they, and, and they loved him, and the crowd loved him, and yeah. he was an established yeah. character. I don't know. Uh, Very weird. So he well, okay. So so the kids he, say yeah. We can we can do and they they huddle together and they get every last penny they have yeah and they come up with two hundred twelve dollars and sixty cents which Stanley will go against his word for and how much is that in today's dollars? James, how much is it? I forget nine hundred and seventy dollars and thirty four cents. Wow. Wow. They scrounged that up. They just happened to scrounge that up between the three of them, huh? That's all they had in the world, probably. I don't think I could have done that if when I was twenty. No. Nah. I didn't I didn't have that much cash at one time. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. So uh, he gives them the bill of sale. Next thing you know, we're in the kids' apartment and they're like, We have a car. We're <laughs> car owners. <laughs> May I open the door for you? And he lets her sit on the sofa. And he kicks the other door open for Janet. It's those moments, right, where they're like pantomiming things like kids would do. Yeah. Right. Where you're just like, how old are these people? (laughs) Well, then they go into a whole, that whole thing about their driving schedules. Yeah. Right. And what I found fascinating is that when they're talking about, for all the listeners who don't live in Los Angeles, Westwood is not that far from Santa Monica, but it's still quite a trek. Westwood's a a good, I'd say like 10, 15 minutes away, but downtown with traffic is really insane. Mm -hmm. To get from Santa Monica to downtown, you have to take the 10 freeway, which is known as the most a heavily used freeway in the whole United States. Oh my God. That makes me just already nervous for everyone who drives on it. Okay. All right. It's it's a a pretty crazy freeway. And then it can take you up to like 45 minutes if the traffic's bad to get from Santa Monica to to downtown. Oh my God. So they're talking about it. Like he's just going to drive back and forth and, Oh my god! And you know the simple solutions right in front of them is just you rotate days. That's how it works. You can't drive each other all over the place, or you just when, keep taking well, the bus and only use the car when you need it. Yeah, you know. But what? But what's so bonkers to me is why is Jack living in Santa Monica if his school is downtown? It's like a full. It's too far. Like he should have right, just been. Right. He couldn't find a place. He was at the school. Y. Yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> we can't stop to really consider this. And stop stuff. to think about it. Can't oh, by the way, Jack it. is wearing his player shirt again. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I got to say, I have noticed now, this is from a different show, of course. So here's my Mary Tyler Moore of this episode. Okay. But, um, I did clock Mary wearing some outfits two and sometimes even three times, which you would never do in TV today. Oh. Uh, it's very rare yeah. that you would repeat outfits like that. Oh, I love when that happens. The Golden Girls yeah. do it all the time, and I love when they do it. Because I love it. it. Makes, oh, yeah. It makes it so like this is this person's actual wardrobe. Yeah, this yeah. is what they wear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh, Dorothy's <laughs> wearing that, that house coat again? With that player shirt. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's the so same thing with Janet's overalls. I just wish it weren't, huh? it just wasn't those overalls. Oh. <sighs> those things, I mean, they're just so ugh, gross. <laughs> it looks like, <laughs> it looks like a giant diaper. I think it looks like she's wearing one of those sacks that you do sack races in. Yeah. What do you call those? Burlap sacks? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, oh, by the so, way, yeah. yes. Do we do we know where Janet is from? Oh, originally, no, no. They do make that comment. Well, remember in the episode when she when she said Jack was her brother, Jack acted all country. Yeah, as if she was from <laughs> some like country from, place, like, Texas or something. So maybe she's from. I'm- yeah, I wonder because I, I wonder if like the look from where she is is overalls. Maybe I can right. find out while we talk. <laughs> oh, uh, Columbo's back on the case. I love it. Yeah. We, do we have a more? <laughs> do we have a more current TV detective? She's Nicole from Lombo? Speedway, Indiana. No, there is no other TV oh! detective. Yeah, she's Speedway, from, Indiana. Speedway, That's Indiana. Fascinating. Yeah, hmm. where the Indianapolis Five Hundred is. Yeah, that is so interesting. That is really cool. Huh. All right. Okay. Well, we found that out. All okay. Right. So, meanwhile, we're back <laughs> at the Roper's apartment. Wagstaff is now there. Oh, right. Mr. Wagstaff. Or, or Paddykins. Paddykins. And right. he says he'd have gotten <laughs> higher than 200. That car's a classic. It's a 57 Chevy, right? Uh-huh. And he says that Roper... Could have gotten twelve hundred dollars, which for a fifty-seven Chevy. Yeah, for a fifty-seven yeah. Chevy. Yeah, which in today's dollars is uh, five thousand four hundred seventy-seven dollars, which is yeah, roughly equivalent to a new car in nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's kind of interesting. But fifty-seven Chevys are really yeah are collectors' cars. Yeah. 58s are not as mm-hmm. not as sought uh, after. As coveted. No, that's right. Which is so weird. We don't find out. About uh, the reason the reason I know that is because, uh, this is so dumb. There was this cartoon in the eighties called Mask, mm-hmm. which stood for Mobile Armored Strike Command. I had some, and it was figures. these. Oh, I loved it. Mask vehicles. toys, yeah. and oh. and one of. One of the vehicles was a 57 Chevy. And I remember asking my dad, I'm like, why 57? He's like, that's the one everybody wants. And this was in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they were like, I, and that, I remember like it being a popular thing in the 80s. Yeah. Like so people collecting them and having them. And Well, it was very 50s nostalgic in the 80s. So that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Isn't that what Rat Tail Jimmy, that secondhand hood, drives? Rat Tail Jimmy? 57 Chevy with the primary flames. Yeah, that sounds right. for some powdered goods. That guy? Yeah. Dr. Feelgood? Dr. Feelgood, yeah. yeah. Everyone in the 80s. Everyone in the 80s. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so, here, so here, he's, here he's like, here he's like that. Whew. And Roper's like, whoa. And it goes to commercial. And when it comes back, Roper's strangling Wagstaff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That was so crazy. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> <laughs> a cut back of commercials like so that. Weird. He's strangling them over five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I mean, not that it's not a chunk a of, money, of money, money. Stanley the time would. at the time, but you know, Stanley would. Yes, yeah. he would. Oh yeah, especially as plus to have a man over his couch like that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> right? That is, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, so he okay. decides he's going to yeah. get the car back. He's going to get the car back from the kids and he's going to sell it to Wagstaff anyway. You can't do that to those kids. Helen's really standing up for the kids. Like she really goes out of her way. And uh, that's on brand. mm -hmm. I mean, especially after she's in the same episode called Jack, the kind of son she always wanted to have. And then, and so so he agrees (laughs) that he's going to split the money with them. That's what he tells Helen. Yeah. Right. that's They'll what he tells her. An equitable split. She says that if he if he rips the kids off, that she will withhold her favors. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable when she withholds her favors. And then he agrees uh, to do the split, but only if she still agrees to withhold her favors. Right. Because he hates sex. Why he hates it. Was, I, I mean, I have never threatened anyone with holding <laughs> favors, but <laughs> I'm gonna start because I like the sound of it. Uh, I did, I will withhold I will my favors. Yeah. You just say it that way. I'll give it an ultimatum. <laughs> but only if you say it like that. If you say it any other way, it's not. my favors. Yeah. No good. <laughs> so she. So she. She's really. I love that she stands up for the kids. Like that's yeah. one of my favorite things is that she's so, so like against Stanley doing this. Anyway, he's gonna get the car back, sell right. it to Wagstaff, right? Yeah. So okay. we're back in the kids' apartment where Chrissy is hemming some pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> While she's Janet's smiling. reading a what book. What is this whole business? I don't know. They're just being like average citizens. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but I mean, how can anybody be that bad at having pants? It was like cartoon <laughs> level terrible. No, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, if she. I couldn't tell which way she was going. Uh, like, was she trying to make them the short length or was she trying to make them the long length? I wasn't sure. Good question. Uh, Good question. Also, if she grew up in Fresno, that's Farmville. Yeah, like, you that's, know how to pants. You know, that's. That's the heartland of oh California. Yeah. And whose pants were they? Because they were enormous. Yeah. When she held them up, I was like, those are not I Chrissy's like pants. Yeah. They were huge. Yeah. Okay. She's okay, so, some pants. Janet's reading it's a novel, probably. Yeah. Jack comes in and then it starts coming out that he was gonna take it in he was gonna take it in to get the oil changed. Yeah. And the mechanic said, Don't don't change the oil. Mm-hmm. And he said, because right. don't even bother. It's the only thing holding the transmission together. Yes. 
And then he Perfect. says, like, he gets through everything that they're going to have to repair, and it's going to be an additional three hundred dollars. Right, three hundred. As we know, right, is like know. well over a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. So, um, Jack, uh, Jack says, and they're and they're like, "Well, we listen to you," and he's like, "Yeesh, I, I'm so stupid," and he beats himself with his shoe for a while. Yeah, that's weird. He does that. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was really and, weird. And then Roper enters, and he offers them their money back, and he'll take and, the car off their hands. Yeah, and offers them money, and then Chrissy starts balking. Yeah, and he gets she gets him up to a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, I thought that whole situation was so interesting because I was like, oh, Chrissy's playing hardball. Like, are they going to make her like they're going to give her a little business no. right now? No. She was and then you come to find stupid. out she's just being it's a- just her morality. <laughs> Did we already pass the joke where Jack said, oh, no, 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 that's coming up. That's coming up in the kitchen here. So, yeah. So they're like, let's go to the kitchen and confer about this because – they want, you know, yeah, Jack and right. Janet are like, take it, take it. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So they go to the kitchen, and it, yeah, it turns out that she's she's just honest. She's like, you got to tell him what's wrong with the car. Right. He's going to buy it. And just like they right. say, as if he doesn't know what's wrong with the car. Right. And, well, and then they make that joke where they, they pray for uh, – Basically, Chrissy, like, to get a brain or oh, get a, a get mind. mind. What was the, yeah. did you guys remember that joke? Oh, uh, shoot. T- did t- she get, did she finally? Oh. I can't re- I I know the one you're talking about. Pray for her to change her mind or get a mind? Yeah. Is or get one in the Yeah, yeah. Like or or get yeah. one. Yeah. Or forgot to give her one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was, and the crowd loved it. And so yeah. I was like, oh, no. Now the audience has conspired with the writers to double down on Chrissy being such an idiot. And, yeah, and yeah. it's all because like, they were she, starved for anything. Because they hadn't had a good laugh line in however long in this episode that they were like, oh, finally. Ha, ha, ha. She's stupid. She's stupid. <laughs> we can laugh at we that. Can, we can. Yeah. That's right. We can play on this. Right. We can play on this. So they uh, – they decide to go tell Roper what's wrong with the car, and he's, Which he's listening, he's at, listening the door. at the door, of course. Yeah, he's heard the whole thing because <laughs> he's not honest. No, and um, and they tell him everything that's wrong. He's like, uh huh, uh huh. Do we have a deal? So they have a deal, and that's when Wagstaff and Helen show up. Ugh. Wagstaff. I don't know what everybody's yeah. trying to do. I know Wagstaff just busted <laughs> in. Like, who behaves this way? For this. No one there's behaves no... like this. Because oh, he's got to go. Mr. Wagstaff yeah. is done with waiting. And so he. Oh, and Roper made sure to tell the kids that if Mrs. Roper asked, don't mention the $100. Tell them we, we made a very equitable split. Right. Right. So she thinks that he's done the right thing. Yeah. Who uses that language? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Roper thinks that, okay. that Stanley has done the right thing and uh-huh. everything's fine. And then Mr. Wagstaff presents Stanley with the check for $1,200. Yeah. And the kids are like, what the fuck now? Uh-huh. Hold on. This car is worthless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when it comes out that it's not, in fact, a 57 Chevy. Bought it. 
in the fall of 57. That's right. It was one of the first off the line. Because it was a 1958 line. That's right. Oh, and that's boy. the big... The big turn, you Wags guys. Staff. That's the big reveal. That's the big <laughs> turn. Up the check. It's the, the climax of the episode. He looks at the car on his way out. Says he'd make him a deal. He'd take fifteen or twenty-five dollars to tow it away. And then uh, Helen insults Stanley, much to the kids' delight. Oh yeah. And they leave off. They take off. You didn't notice that? No, what did she say? I don't remember. Oh, she says there's one born every second. She says, don't oh, worry, you'll sell it. There's one born oh, every second. right. That whole You're business. living proof, and the kids are just delighted in the background. Right. Right. Um, and these jokes are just so low-hanging yes. fruit. I'm like, you guys worked on this for a week, and that's the joke yeah. you came up with? A sucker born every Something minute? Happened. Like, Something happened. Something happened in on. the week of whenever they were filming this, 1977. Something – everybody's cars broke down. <laughs> they couldn't get to the studio. Like something happened. Something happened. Um, I think they're all like wasted from getting like hammered every night because they've got a successful sitcom on ABC. really doing it. And uh, living the life, yeah. They think they're living high. Go opens in there, just like, come on, boys, crank out more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really want a joke here about how uh, there's a sucker born every minute. Who doesn't love Come on, I'm still. They're gonna love this. And then the the kids can make it work. (laughs) The kids go back inside, and this is where they have their very choreographed. Yes, explain uh, bit with the money. Explain the bit with the money, Matteo. The bit At with the, the money. The overly choreographed slapsticky. Oh God, this was so tortured. So first of all, my question is: Okay, so what happens is if, for the audience, the girls take the money and they each put it down their their blouse into their mm. bra. And Jack doesn't get any Which money. What? And yet he's trying to put yeah. what? Yeah. And he's trying to get his hands or his fingers on the money before it disappears into their bras. But he can't. So then he puts his arms around the girls and then kind of like does walkie fingers down their cleavage. <laughs> and then they both then they both bite his hands. And then he has this oversized reaction, throws himself into the back of the apartment, does a spin and a twist and a backflip practically. And if this had all happened. And then the girls. Oh, there's wait, more. Wait, and right. then the girls do this, what can only be described as a little rascal's handshake, <laughs> where it's up and down and up and down. I was like, what? Yeah. On earth, I was, I just, it was so, and the crowd was not, you know, they just weren't there. they were not feeling it. That's the part that was like, so cringy, so like, uh uh-oh. Usually the crowd's with them when it comes to any physical comedy. It was because it was so slow. It was like, if you took one of their normal physical comedy bits and played it at half speed, it was so... Well, Whoa. not only that, but the the bit had like eight 
Did yes, you know, it was like, and five, well, six, First this seven, happens, then eight, this happens, and yeah. then that, and three, four. Four. one, and a two, and a big old shake. <laughs> shake, <laughs> shake, like, shake, and bite, and <laughs> so mm-hmm. weird. And then they literally, and then they wink oh, at each oh other. Like, ah, it, it was so, the whole, the, that whole thing was so tortured. We're waiting, right? The whole audience is quiet, not reacting, just waiting for the bit to end. And, and then, then we applaud and go to commercial. Fades. I think they were applauding that like they yeah. got through yeah. it. Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they didn't get through it <laughs> like, when they were filming it. Almost there. And they had to be like, all right, we're going to break this oh. down. Let's do it one more time. That's the 50th take. Listen, that was an epic that was an epic bit of physical comedy. <laughs> We're not leaving here till we get it right. <laughs> Take 72. Slow it down. Slow right, it down. Kids, kids. Slow it down. Slow Things it down. are funnier when they're slower. <laughs> Trust me. It's one of the laws of comedy. <laughs> Trust me, I'm Bill Hope. Take it easy. Um, okay. And then there's the oh, tags man. at the end. Oh, right. Okay. So I – after oh. that – I for sure thought the episode yeah. was done. There's nothing that was left unsaid <laughs> because of how basic this was. Yeah. And I'm like, what are they possibly going to do for the tag scene? What are they possibly going to do for yeah. the tag scene? It was no bueno. <laughs> no. So they, they, so Mr. Roper uh-huh. comes up. You see Chrissy wrapping a package like a, like a big old yeah, the door's open and mr ripper comes up wide open the wide door's open. wide open after yeah. the robbery of weeks right. past uh the fact that we know they're not in a good yeah. neighborhood as right. for them um but anyway it's wide open mr roper steps in and he goes i want my hundred dollars back and the kids end up handing him this gift and he's like what is this and they're like well it's a coat that we saw Mrs. Roper eyeing, and you're going to give it to her. And I was like, what? Why? First of all, why do they owe him $100? Because he gave them their money back plus $100 to get the car back. Yeah, but that was his choice. I went, yeah, but it, it was his choice. Why would he expect it back? Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't get it. The logic right. here, right? And then so the kids are like, well, we will give it back, but in the form of a coat for Helen, which you're going to give her in this wrapping yeah. that we've prepared. What, Why? What a crafty <laughs> way to teach Stanley a lesson. Yeah. Just teach him it's a lesson. Absurd. And they wanted to do something nice for Mrs. And then Roper. Chrissy I mean, I guess. And then Chrissy says, and I'll tell you why, because we've had such great reactions to the, uh, that little locket that Jack bought uh, for Janet. Yeah. You know, we've, we've had a couple of like very sweet moments and I think that's what they were trying to do. But unfortunately it was so ham handed. Like, what do we care about this stupid jacket? Yeah. At least we were in on Janet's locket. Uh, or what cameo. Do you call that? What, what was the name of it? was a cameo. Yeah. Cameo. It was a cameo. We were in with the cameo, but this jacket means nothing. It was just one sort also, of have you ever swing seen, and a miss after another. Anyone ever seen Helen Roper wearing a jacket? No. Never. 
A no, coat. Never. never. No, not even when no. she goes out. Maybe she might have like a shawl. She wears like a, a knit shawl or like a poncho thing sometimes. And then Chrissy says, "It's we paid ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents for it, only to set up Stanley as he's walking uh, out of the door, just to, to say, sleep well, clean. you guys still owe me a. You want to give me yeah. the penny you owe me? Ridiculous." And they slam the door in his face. What an exorbitant jacket. I can't get over it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is an expensive jacket. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's an expensive jacket, but it's also like a terrible joke. I mean, yeah. it was just like, yeah. again, uh, this, this episode was full of nothing but like just not so great moments. No, it was just delivered at a very this was a medium. And, and the <laughs> pacing, that jacket's like it was 400 some dollars in today's money. Yeah. It's like it, it was kind of a snooze fest because it was so slow and so choreographed Ooh. and deliberate. It just blah. Ugh. And you can tell like how hungry they are to deliver yeah. a good joke. That's why when Jack had that laugh line about Chrissy's mind yeah, in the kitchen, just like, it was just like, yes. okay, start right. there. If that start there, that's every joke has to reach yeah. that level. The next episode is <laughs> just going to start with Chrissy walking and, into a wall or something. <laughs> Speaking of the next that's episode. Oh, is are you ready? Ah, is it time for Madame Matilda's <laughs> prediction <laughs> corner? Matilda. I love prediction. It. Let, me, let me get my hands around my around my crystal oh, balls. Crystal balls. Here we are. All right. <laughs> I have cupped my crystal balls. <laughs> the next episode oh. is called Cyrano okay. de Tripper. Cyrano de Tripper. Okay. Okay. I'm already getting a hit. This is the episode Larry Ooh. comes back. Oh. I thought it was just going to be where Jack's nose got really big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's probably. I feel like, I feel like smart like, thinking. I feel like Jack's trying to impress a girl and Larry's going to, Larry's going to whisper the, the secrets of romance. Yes. Uh, somehow okay, yes. To him. I like it. I think, I think you might be right on. I hope you are. I hope you are too. It feels very Larry to me. So. Yeah, it's got to be like a partner in crime, so it's got to be someone. And then do we go the full Cyrano where she ends up falling in love with Jack? Or, I'm sorry, finally falling in love with Larry? Or is it backwards? Is, is the, oh, my God. Is Jack, Jack being Larry yeah, lines? that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, it's got to be Larry, though. Definitely Larry. Okay. Ah. <sighs> Man, but the fact that they're referencing Cyrano, <laughs> I'm waiting for like a birthday. We had a birthday. Yeah, we had a Janet's birthday episode, birthday. haven't yeah. we? And we've had a, and we've had a parents visiting yeah. episode. Have we had somebody's trapped in a room episode yet? Because that's somebody's coming. trapped <laughs> in a room. Sure. Yeah. yeah, no, not yet. It's definitely going to be one of those. Oh, well, I mean, kind of. Jack was kind of trapped in the bedroom well, we just, when, the, when the parent was visiting. 
All right. Well, that's oh, my okay, prediction. Perfect. So hopefully we'll, so we'll see oh, next man. week. Great. So excited now. I can't wait well, to see Larry. Better, it better it better be. It better really just pull us right back in because I'm just I I was just really let down this episode. I got to say this was only like two out of five domino. Yeah, it was like a domino. <laughs> domino. Domino. Uh, <laughs> good domino. Oh, I don't even know. Did you guys end up? How did we know how last week the the connection went bad at the end? Yeah. Did you guys end up finishing the episode even though I got cut off? No, I think we all were just kind of like, oh, we can't. And it ended. Goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a perfect ending. Perfect ending. All right. Well, how. How shall we end with this, a song and a dance? What? A kick line? <laughs> snaps? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, nothing. Oh, nothing. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, I, I loved. I loved your dance. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and a Merry Christmas and a good night to you all. That's not a lie. That's how we end every episode. <laughs> and a good night to you all. <laughs> Christmas and a good night to you all. And like a big, a big grand bow. Yes, just know that that's happening. A big grand bow. Okay. Well, uh, well, good episode. Uh, until next time. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Face.